0: Around the World in Eighty Days Chapter 3 Mr. Phileas Fogg reached the reform club and went at once to the dining room. The windows of this room opened upon a tasteful garden. He sat at his usual table and ordered his usual sumptuous breakfast. He then read the newspaper, The Times, and Standard till dinner time. After dinner, he came back again to the reading room. Half an hour later, several members of the Reform club came in and sat down near the fireplace, where a coal fire was steadily burning. They were Mr. Fogg's usual partners at first: Andrew Stewart, an engineer, John Sullivan, and Samuel Valentin, bankers, Thomas Flanagan, a brewer, and Gotha Ralph one of the directors of the Bank of England, all rich and highly respectable members of the club. Well, Ralph, said Thomas Flanagan, what about that robbery? The robbery Thomas talked about had occurred three days before at the Bank of England. A package of bank notes to the value of £55,000 had been taken from the principal cashier's table. The cashier was busy dealing with something else and did not notice it. But as soon as the robbery was discovered, detectives were dispatched to Liverpool, Glasgow, Hare, Seuss, New York and other parts. A reward of £2,000 was announced. Detectives were also asked to narrowly watch those who arrived or left London by rail. A judicial inquiry was also set up. Popular belief was that it was not a thief, but a gentleman who had committed the robbery. There were real grounds for this. On the day of the robbery, a well-dressed gentleman of polished manners was seen going to and fro in the paying room where the crime was committed. The papers and clubs were full of the affair. The Reform Club was especially agitated, several of its members were bank officials. In between the game, they discussed the matter. Stuart and Flanagan played together while Fogg had Valentin for his partner. I maintain that the chances are in favor of the thief, says Stuart. Well, where can he fly to? asked Ralph. No country is safe for him. Sure, the world is big enough, countered. It was once, said Phileas Fogg. A low voice. Cut, sir, he added, handing the cards to Thomas Flanagan. What do you mean by once? Has the world grown smaller? asked Stuart. Certainly, returned Ralph. I agree with Mr. Fogg. The world has grown smaller since a man can now go round in ten times more quicklier than a hundred years ago. Be so good as to play, Mr. Stuart, said Phileas Fogg. But... The incredulous steward was not convinced. How can you prove the world has grown smaller? Just because you can go around in three months in eighty days interrupted Phileas Fogg. That is true, gentlemen, added John Sullivan, only eighty days now that the section beamed Rothel and Allahabad on the Great Indian Peninsula Railway has been opened. He then read to the members present an estimate made by the Daily Telegraph of London. It had given a complete chart of the journey to be done by rail and steamer. Yes, says Stuart, but it does not take into account bad weather, contrary wind, shipwrecks, railway accidents, and so on. All included, returned Phileas Fogg, continuing to play despite the discussion. But suppose the Hindus or Indians pull up the rails? replied Stuart. Suppose they stop the train, loot the luggage vans, and scalp the passengers. All included, calmly retorted Fogg, adding, as he drew the guards, two drums. Heavens preserve me. I would wager four thousand pounds that such a journey is impossible, said Stuart. Quite possible, on the contrary," returned Mr. Fogg. Now Stuart was getting impatient at his friend's stubbornness. He insisted he would wager four thousand pounds and mean it seriously. All right," said Mr. Fogg. He returned to the others and said, "I have a deposit of twenty thousand at bearings which I am willing to risk." There was a shocked silence. Then they all protested, but Mr. Fogg was firm. He said he would bet £20,000 against anyone who wishes that he would make the tour of the world in 80 days. Did any accept it? We accept, replied Messrs, Stewart, Valentine, Sullivan, Flanagan and Ralph after consulting each other. Mr. Fogg announced that he would leave the same day at a quarter before nine in the evening. As today is Wednesday, the 2nd of October, I shall be back on Saturday, the 21st of December at a quarter before 9 p.m. If I fail, the 20,000 pounds which I have now will belong to you. A memorandum of the wager was at once drawn up and signed by the six parties. Mr. Fogg was absolutely calm and composed. But his opponents were excited. They wanted to stop the game as the clock had stuck 7 p.m. and Fogg might make preparations for departure. I'm quite ready now, was his calm response. Diamonds are trumps. Be so good as to play, gentlemen.